Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Google Workspace Recap, a Tab Geeks Network show. Each week we take you through everything announced by Google Workspace, discussing the updates of the week and other relevant news and announcements. My name is Jesse Nolan, my co-host is Steve Larson, and we are here to help you keep up. My voice is a little bit gravelly tonight, thanks to my kids being in the hospital multiple times this week for different reasons. One had an infection, and the other one decided he was going to do an Olympic spin jump into the pool. He's five. And he hit his head and had a dime-sized gash in his head and needed a couple stitches, and so it's been a bit of a week and then some. Um, so yeah, I'm a little bit uh, exhausted. In good news, um, I'm going to the NLB All-Star Game tomorrow night, uh, or rather tonight for those who are actually listening to the show when we launch it. Um, so anybody who's in LA for the game, let me know, and uh, hopefully we'll see you and uh, grab a beer or something. Um, hit me up, Twitter, whatever, let me know. Um, Steve, I hope your week was better than mine. I would say so, just slightly. <laughs> I did not uh, go to the hospital for any gashes, but I was recovering from like a torn calf, though, muscle. Um, you know, but quickly got better. So Something in the air yeah. last week, I guess. Couldn't, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't walk for like, I don't know, two days or something like that. And then oh my God. kind of back to normal right now. Did some physical therapy today for the first uh, first time, first session. Nice. So, yeah, not nearly as bad as stitches, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was traumatizing for him, but it was traumatizing for us, too. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I remember many trips to the ER and stitches back in the day and casts. And when uh-huh. I was a kid, I can only imagine. Yeah. I never had those. I never got stitches. I never oh. had casts. Oh, yeah. I broke this finger. My middle finger, which means yeah. I get to flip everybody off because it's still messed up, and uh, that's a story for another time. But uh, yeah, it was it was an extensive yeah. break, and it happened playing yeah, basketball got, as a I teenager. Got, I got some scars here, some oh, scars go. here, some scars here, some scars yeah. here, there, <laughs> over there, everywhere. It's, Goodness, they're all over the place. Yeah, these are uh, the answers to our security questions, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where was your first scar? Right, right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten that one. Oh, like the first one? I don't know. My first one is actually here. Oh, there you go. Um, that was like when I was 18 months old. Holy moly. My camera focus is all over the place tonight. I don't yeah. know what's going on here. It is. I know. Driving me crazy. I'm not looking at it that much, but when I do, it is uh, <laughs> in and out. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> all right. Last week was a was week good. episode. Solid. Let's see what we got this week. It was solid. Yeah, it was, it was a solid Solid week. Not a lot we had of updates. six updates, a couple of beta releases. Uh, well, I would say last, last week's week. episode was weak. This week was solid in terms of releases. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. All of those yes. Onward. Uh, things you're trying to say there. <laughs> um, yeah. So last week, six updates. Uh, yet another uh, drive for desktop update. Uh, version 61 came out. They've been cranking those out pretty regularly these days. Um, I mean, like every two weeks at the, every, yeah, every like three weeks at the, the uh, looks at things here. But um, uh, in terms of updates that we saw, uh, we'll run through those here for you real quick, headlines. Uh, so first one is that, that you can now allow collaborators, collaborators to analyze data and connected sheets with delegated access. Uh, you can also sync Apple DEP and Google mobile device management servers on demand. Uh, I thought they call I thought they changed DEP to like ABM now, but I don't know. Maybe some people are still referring to it as DEP, I guess. 
you can now, uh, there's now uh, data loss prevention for Google Chat, which is available in a, as an open beta. Uh, there's better sharing options for appointment schedules. Uh, you can now also use Miro within Google Meet for an immersive and collaborative whiteboard experience. And Jesse, as you pointed out, I think that had, uh, was something that was announced earlier August. quite a while ago. August, right? You found that. Announced, yeah. Yes, <laughs> finally released uh, recently, last week. And then uh, finally, trust rules for Google Drive are now available in an open beta. So two of those, two of those six uh, betas uh, for you. Uh, they were, I, I know, available in alpha before. Uh, so we've, I've been kind of been playing around with some of those for a little while uh, and kind of using some of the chat DLP to prevent uh, like file uploads of certain types, which is kind of interesting. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, there's a drive for, uh, drive for desktop update uh, now at version 61. And then in some of the other topics, we have quite a few... Uh, quite a few other topics here, and uh, first one there is that there's a some some events coming up. So there's actually uh, quite a few uh, events that are part of this. Uh, so there is a, an Ask Me Anything with uh, oh I forgot who it was with not uh, Ravi anymore, but it is uh, another very prominent person in the community that used to not work at Google recently has Goldie joined Aurora. Goldie Aurora. There you go. And um, so Goldie will be doing an Ask Me Anything on Cloud Identity coming up on the 26th of July. So some decent notice if you're listening to this episode. Finally, it's not just like they announced it yeah. and it's next week or tomorrow or something like that. So got a bit of heads up on this one. Uh, next one is that uh, just some news here about preparing for your professional Google Workspace Administrator Certification. This is also uh, an event. Is another event. Yes, exactly. And that one is actually today slash tomorrow. It is Tuesday, the 19th of July. So you this may have passed on this one. Um, and I don't know, did we talk about this one before? We may have missed this one. Uh, I've seen this for a little while. I did I think I did register a while ago, but uh, it is with, actually I met uh, Jason. Uh, Jason used to work at the uh, consulting company I used to work for. We, we didn't work there at the same time. We ran into each other when he was working at, uh, I think SADA. I think it's SADA, right? Is that where Jason's yep. from? He's over at SADA now. Workspace yeah. Deployment Engineer yeah. and Pod Lead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it was somewhere else in between, or maybe he went straight to SADA. I can't remember where he was when I met him. But anyways, I met him a couple of years ago. I think it was at the uh, Cloud M certification event that they had here in Chicago. And Jason was there with his partner at the time, as was cool. I. Um, and then, as we mentioned, just, uh, you know, Miro getting added into uh, Google Meet. There's just a little 9 to 5 article here that complements that. Uh, another event, which is the uh, kind of a pretty big event, SADA Impact. I think this is their their SADA's version of a Google Next. It looks like, and mm -hmm. it is coming up in September. So September fourteenth uh, and fifteenth are the main event days, but there's also one uh, kind of reception event on the thirteenth. So if you can get there a little early, which I think I'm going to try to get there on the thirteenth, uh, this come could out, huh? be. Could be first time I actually meet in person. We'll see. <laughs> uh, this could be it. And then 
Uh, looks like C2C uh, just kind of making some headlines here in terms of the number of members that they now have as part of their community, which is up to 25,000 strong, as they say in the article. Um, so yeah, that, that's still kind of growing. Uh, all right. So let's have a look here at the updates. Uh, first one that I mentioned. Uh, giving me uh, the ability for collaborators to analyze data in uh, connected sheets with delegated access. So uh, for admins, uh, admins uh, for certain workspace additions, you know, of course those with enterprise uh, can and others, we'll get to the details on which ones, but you can allow your users to delegate access to BigQuery when using connected sheets. And uh, if you enable the setting as an admin, end users uh, will be able to delegate their credentials to collaborators to allow them to refresh or edit analysis as needed. Um, so uh, as an admin, uh, this feature will be off. So if you do want to enable this, you will have to go into your admin console and uh, allow your users to do this. And uh, if you are a user that has an admin that has allowed this, uh, you can uh, turn on this connection set up here. And uh, there's a few little options to um, allow collaborators there to refresh and analyze the data using your credentials. Again, so keep that in mind. It will uh, authorize against yourself. It's essentially like a delegated access that you're granting them. So it's almost like a shared inbox, essentially. You're, you're acting on their behalf. So uh, keep that in mind. So any actions that they do will look as if it was you that did it. And uh, rollout for this one uh, will be on a gradual rollout starting on the 12th of July, up to 15 days for visibility. And that is going to be for both rapid release and scheduled release domains. And uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, only available to certain additions, which is Enterprise Essentials, Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, Education Standard, and Education Plus customers. Um, next one, syncing Apple DEP or ABM, uh, and Google Mobile Device Management Servers for company-owned devices. And uh, you can do this uh, on demand. So in addition to the sync, which automatically takes place once every several hours, admins will now be able to request the sync on demand for time-sensitive needs. And uh, if you need to do this, you go into your admin console under your iOS settings, kind of where you set up your certificate uh, with Apple. And uh, in the Apple device enrollment section there, you'll have a sync DP devices. And uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much the extent of it there, just forcing that sync as uh, and when you need it instead of on the automatic sync that is already scheduled. Uh, rollout for this one also started on the 12th of July uh, with, on a full rollout pace uh, with one to three days for feature visibility for both rapid release and scheduled release domains. And uh, let's see what else here. This one uh, available to Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, and Cloud Identity Premium customers. So a very limited subset of customers that can do this. And uh, if you're one of those lucky customers and you have DEP, ABM, uh, this will be a feature for you. Yeah. All right, getting a little bit more interesting here. So uh, the ability to add data loss prevention to Google Chat is now available in an open beta. I almost thought I kicked the water open uh, over there. Heard <laughs> Whoops. Heard it, yeah. 
That would have been tragic. Right, all those fires. Yeah, it would have been as full as like a full liter of uh, water here. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so with this, uh, you know, in your rule, you know, DLP rules controls, uh, you can now target, uh, you know, data loss prevention in your Google Chat application as well as uh, Drive and Chrome as they kind of uh, show there in the image. Uh, now Chrome is only available for uh, Beyond Corp customers. I believe that is how you get access to the Chrome uh, rule functionality. But if you do have access to all of those, that's where you'll see uh, Chrome Chat and Drive all available there in that screenshot. Uh, when you configure this uh, setting, there'll be uh, you know quite a few different uh, things you know, that you can you can control there. So just like you know your usual roles, you can warn or block and prevent things. Uh, what will uh, what you'll be able to apply this to include external conversations uh, that are either spaces, group chats, or one-on-one -on -one chats, and you can pick and choose which ones of those three. So which of the external conversations you want to target. It can be spaces, group chats, or one-on-one -on -one chats. Same goes for your internal conversations as well. So you can selectively uh, pick uh, how these get controlled, uh, and, well, how, you get, how these get applied uh, when you're creating these controls. And what will happen to your end users, you know, if they start to, well, if they try to upload, let's say, uh, a document, a file, or some sort of text that is uh, restricted, for example, credit card numbers, of course, uh, you will get a message saying your message couldn't be sent and that it contains sensitive content. Uh, by the looks of things here, it is a, you know, it's a non-specific message. So it just says, you know, your, your uh, content contains something that is restricted, like, for example, credit card numbers. Uh, but it doesn't mean necessarily that it, that is what it was, you know, it could be something else. Uh, so it is not as uh, specific, I think, as what we saw in, I'm trying to think of like the, the Gmail DEP rules or uh, in the uh, docs DEP where I think it would tell you which uh, control, like which type of content it was that was being uh, uh, recognized as that. What so, you flagged, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this one is just uh, kind of a generic message. So you kind of have to... It'll probably change with time. Maybe, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this one, you know, pretty straightforward if you've been using TV before in terms of, of where it's at, how it works. Um, so, you know, you'll be able to see some of these log events, though, in, in the system uh, security investigation tool, as, as before, uh, with other DLP rules. And, uh, of course, this will be off by default. So if you are looking to implement this, you gotta go in there under security and data protection and start to create some rules. Uh, getting into the rollout of this one, this one also started the 12th of July on a gradual rollout up to 15 days for visibility for both wrapped release and scheduled release domains. This is also a bit limited, but not nearly as much as the previous update. So it will, uh, in addition to those enterprise uh, SKUs that I mentioned before, uh, standard plus and uh, kind of cloud name premium. Well, it doesn't say cloud name premium because it doesn't quite, uh, kind of, it kind of works. I'll get to that. Uh, but enterprise standard, enterprise plus, education fundamentals, uh, education standard, education plus, and teaching and learning upgrade 
customers will be able to have access to that. So DLP rules for Drive are also available for CloudNet Premium users who are licensed for workspace additions with Drive Audit Log. Uh, so that kind of a little caveat there with that one. And it's interesting that they just mentioned Drive because, um, I mean, this is, yeah, you can modify existing DLP rules for Drive and Chrome to also apply to chat. It's kind of what they were talking about there. I think that's why they talked about uh, where this would potentially apply. Because when, you know, when you're creating those rules, you can tell it which applications do you want that condition, you know, that, um, uh, yeah, you know, which applications you want that condition, those conditions to apply to. So you can uh, also apply to chat, Drive, and Chrome at the same time if you want. Um, that is that one, not available to a lot of those other SKUs that are uh, lower tiers, nonprofits included, which fortunately is me. Um, yeah, I know, working on a nonprofit domain is a little bit uh, limiting, but trying to, trying to get the upgrade, trying to convince people that we should get the upgrade, I'll see. I did get my access control system approved though today, so we're getting a new Very access nice. control system through Open Path and it uh, only, only took about six months to get that finalized and approved. <laughs> so. I was looking at Open Path today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. I mean, they got Bob Motorola. Um, price increase, though, coming in like oh a boy. week. Like 15% price a, increase. Uh, I was at an urgent care to get my son's stitches removed, and that's who they were using. I was like, oh, Open Path, yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah. I've seen them before. Yeah. Go and check that out. Yeah, yeah we're looking at uh, Vercata for access control which mm -hmm. is expensive, but we've got their cameras, so it makes sense to go and access as well. Yes. Anyway, yeah. we digress. That's a conversation for the SAS showdown. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, so three more updates here. Uh, next one, some better sharing options for appointment schedules. So appointment scheduling, uh, as you know, is kind of an improvement to uh, what was it, the appointment slots, right? So appointment slots is what predated appointment scheduling. Uh, so now with the new appointment scheduling, you can make it easier to share your appointment schedules on the web through a new share button. And it allows um, uh, appointment hosts to copy a short link to all appointment schedules or a specific booking page and add HTML to embed a booking page on their website. So, uh, you know, nice functionality here to embed as well as link and share. Quick update there. They just came so, out with this. It's a quick update. They just came out with this product, and now they're updating it. It's great. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's um. Yes, they've just released it, but they've also been using it for a long time at Google. Right. So this, you know, this has been the way that Googlers uh, have been creating, you know, sharing links for them to share their calendars with people for, I don't know. I mean, like. I don't know, over a year at least, probably close to two years from what I recall. I mean, maybe even three, in fact. I think I remember Google seeing dog this. dog fooding all the good stuff. Yeah, I remember seeing this maybe three years ago, I think. For some, you know, Googlers and certain teams would have a link, you know, schedule a meeting with me, and it, this would be, this is what they were using. That was the interface, the yeah. version of it, yeah. Just going to put it out there that the uh, logo that they use in the screenshot for Castro Consulting on here looks a little bit similar to a certain Calendly logo. It does. <laughs> Same color. It's obviously it doesn't have any of the C in there, but it does have some of the, the symbols going around. So maybe a little dig at their competition yeah, there. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Somebody who was coming up with that 
either consciously or subconsciously. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, let's see, getting into the rollout pace of this one, this one is split between rapid release and scheduled release. So uh, those on the rapid release uh, domains, this also started July 12th, a popular day for these uh, updates to start rolling out. On uh, a gradual release, up to 15 days for feature visibility there. Um, and then for the scheduled release domains, that will start the 27th of July and a gradual rollout up to 15 days for feature visibility uh, as well. And availability for this one, um, availability to a little bit wider audience, uh, workspace individual, uh, business standard plus, education standard plus, and enterprise plus, education fundamentals, education standard, education plus, teaching learning upgrade, and luckily I get it as well to the nonprofit customers. Nice. There you go. Still doesn't have the ability to check multiple calendars for scheduling though, which Calendly does. No, right. Like, yeah, I know. I have like five calendars that I need to integrate, so I still kind of need to use Calendly if I want to get a very accurate um, booking URL for to someone. Or it's a very tedious process of, you know, like checking next week to make sure that I've blocked off all the important dates and times from my other calendars on the calendar that they're looking at directly. So. Yep, been there. Yeah. Um, uh, next Zero. one, some added uh, functionality here with Meet uh, and third-party integrations. It's where Miro uh, is now an option directly in the uh, kind of activities and extra integrations here when you're in the side panel there. So uh, Miro can be used with Google Meet for an immersive and collaborative whiteboard experience. And it's really just a fancy way to do a screen share, really. It's, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> all it is, right? It's like you could have just... I haven't played with it, actually tab of that had the mirror board open i guess i don't know maybe i'm missing something maybe there's something more to it than just sharing a tab i guess i don't know well it has the meat included but um better integration i suppose but i don't know i i definitely will be trying this out because i i've long said one of my gripes about uh jamboard or even meat in general is the fact and this comes from my ceo that he wants to be able to share a a map for example, from Google Maps on his screen and have himself and other people be able to mark it up, you know, draw circles on it or arrows or boxes or notes or what have you um, so yeah. that everybody can kind of collaborate on one thing together and then save that and, you know, work off that again in the future or reference it in the future because we're in real estate and that's what we do. Um, mm -hmm. We work with a lot of maps and, and uh, imagery like that, um, satellites, drone shots, whatnot, and um, we can't. So I'm definitely going to see if I can do that with Miro. I like it. Should be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I mean, to me, it just seems like a fancy way to share a tab that had the mirror board open. I don't know. Well, this, uh, I mean, we'll they, they mentioned... I have a mirror boards that have been shared on recently, so I should probably test, test this out. You should, you should. Um, yeah. Did they mention it in here in the article elsewhere that they're... Um, they are basically working to roll out a lot more. I think it was in the article that I posted later on in the show. Is that they're looking on, looking to plug into a lot more services like this into Google Meet, because they want yes. they want plugins. They want like Zoom and integrations, Teams, for example. Cough, cough, cough. Zoom, <coughs> Teams. <coughs> yes. Still, at least another I think three to six months out for the beta on that one. Uh, is my guess. My guess. I don't know where I'm on other, other integrations, you mean? Yeah, other integrations with Zoom. 
or other organizations with for meet like zoom and teams exactly right yeah. right yeah so um so one thing to note on this one uh, this is this is a feature that's going to be on if you're a workspace uh, workspace enterprise or work sorry workspace customer that is not education uh, but if you are a workspace education customer this will be off by default so users won't be able to use this um, by default you'll have to turn it on as an admin so um seems it also seems like you know your admin can turn it off so if you are uh, not seeing this and it's been kind of past the rollout date which should be by now uh, because this was a pretty quick rollout, uh, then your admin may have disabled it. So uh, for uh, that rollout pace there, it started uh, the day after most of our updates have uh, been uh, rolling out. So this one started the 13th of July, and this was on a full rollout uh, with one to three days for feature visibility on, the bo on both rapid release and scheduled release domains. And all customers are going to get this uh, for Workspace as well as Legacy G Suite Basic and Business, and it's available to also to users with personal accounts. Uh, it is not available, this is the first time I'm seeing this, uh, not available to users with a Google Family Link account or users under the age of 18. Huh. Interesting. I guess because they can't guarantee the type of content? I don't know. I mean, it's third party. Something about that. Oh, speaking about guaranteeing and ages and uh, functionality of like Google consumer accounts, Google Workspace accounts, did you see that? Uh, Linus Tech Tips uh, video. No, recent one. That? Yeah, recent one, like from like a no, week ago. No, I don't watch him regularly. Uh, it was talking about how, like a Google, a Googler essentially reached out somewhere. I don't know if it was directly to them or on some public forum, but essentially talking about why you can't use certain uh, Google applications or features on your workspace account that you can on your consumer account. And it's kind of exactly what I've been saying all along is it has to do with data protection and privacy and how these systems have been configured and how they share data with each other. And, you know, it was the, uh, the video and, uh, kind of, or the engineer was kind of saying, well, you know, these things are segmented because of this, but, and we just haven't engineered, you know, the, the ability to recognize the differences in this data. So therefore we just don't allow it, you know, interesting at all, which makes sense. It's just, you know, how important is it to actually, you know, build this functionality to do that? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of why you block it because it, it would violate certain terms and conditions that right. you've given your users. Um, which makes sense to me. Like, it doesn't seem like it, it, it was kind of alluding to the fact that Google, they were saying like Google was kind of lazy, that they could do it technically if they wanted to, <laughs> but they're just not putting in the effort to right. uh, allow it to happen. Right. And to recognize, uh, you know, that, you know, that the, let's say the audio that you're sending your Google assistant is coming from a workspace account. Therefore do not index it in our, um, you know, training algorithms and stuff like that, which is what, um, so they just they, well we you know we didn't make it available, um, so I don't know. I don't mind it. I mean it's you know you know that you have a, a work account and it's for work and you can only do certain things and you have a consumer account that does consumer things and it's really easy to switch between the two and. Yeah, I would agree with you except for the fact that they keep trying to position certain things like right. the Google Home yes. hubs as work devices and they right. don't work very well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that that's true. Yeah, I think there are some 
overlaps there that, you know, there's kind of miscommunication or crossed wires in terms of what they're trying to accomplish in some of those things. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then not realizing that there's some limitations that are imposed as a result. Right. Uh, yeah, I know Kim uh, Nilsson over there in Sweden. I know he's got some, you know, YouTube. So he's, most of his family, I believe, is on workspace accounts. That's kind of how he manages the, the family and all that stuff. But when you want to use those accounts then for things like YouTube, uh, yep. stuff, it just doesn't work. So it's kind of where it, it would be nice to have, you know, of course, the oversight sometimes when you're managing and maintaining you know, accounts for family or things like that. But uh, certain services you can't use with Google because of uh, the workspace uh, part. Right. All right. Uh, let's get into the last update here. And then we have quite a few other topics that we were uh, going to be bringing up here. So last one of the week, number six, uh, is that trust rules for Google Drive is now available in an open beta. So uh, there was a closed beta for trust rules with Drive. Uh, back in 2021, uh, so that gave uh, admins some more control over how files are shared, both in and out of the organization, of course, uh, as what DLP rules are. Uh, so this is now coming to everyone. So uh, if you uh, want to enable this one here, um, you know, again, head on over to that um, uh, under rules and turn on trust rules, and you'll be able to some more controller there of how those files are shared. So things like uh, admins being able to limit uh, what their frontline workers should have access to versus other parts of their organization. So there's a nice little article here kind of trying to, to showcase, um, you know, uh, different uh, types of users that um, are in your organization. So uh, I'm trying to look, look here. So there's a Someone like in the Google Workspace org, users one and two, they cannot share with partner employees. And then you have some other users that can share with partner employees. And then uh, over on the other side, uh, you know, in that partner org, some of those users are allowed to share with, the, uh, you know, let's say, the Google employees, uh, and others cannot. So there's ways to kind of start to limit sharing within the org uh, of your users and kind of uh, target uh, that sh- you know that sharing of, of files a little bit more granularly than previously, where it was kind of an all or nothing type of a setting. Um, yeah, as, as I said here, it's, you know, previously there was just no external sharing or only sharing with trusted domains. It was kind of all or nothing type of thing. Uh, I, they should have kind of given some more examples here, but uh, I guess they do have an animated um, kind of GIF here <laughs> of the. It just finally loaded. It just took a long time to actually load. That's why I didn't think it was animated, because it was just static oh, that's weird. for a while. Yeah, it's probably the internet. Like it was. Yeah. Um, it's still not quite what I thought. It's really just them going to the rules and turning it on the trust rules. It's really all the animation shows. <laughs> um, it's really not that good of a an article there, um, but. Uh, in terms of rollout for this one, uh, this you know sounds like it's just it's on. The rollout pace really doesn't give us any dates. Uh, it says wrapped release and scheduled release domains. You can turn on trust rules today in the admin console. This is the first time where you've not seen any rollout pace or time timing on this. It's basically, hey, we announced it. It is available today. Everyone has it. Done. Cool. That'd be nice that 
They should do that more often. Yeah, they should. They should. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, so if you are a customer that has access to this feature, you would be an Enterprise Plus, Enterprise Standard, Education Plus, or Education Standard customer, uh, and you would not be anyone else because uh, you would not have it then. So just uh, four different license types there that get this one. And uh, that is all she wrote on the six updates from last week. Uh, as I mentioned, we also had another yet another update to Drive for Desktop. Uh, version 61 is out there for Windows and Mac devices. Uh, there's some, uh, you know, kind of again, there's some ongoing issues with that uh, Mac OS file provider uh, where there were users were unable to open mirrored shortcuts, shortcuts, so that's been resolved. There were also some resolved issues on search and help pages where uh, the wrong text was verbalized by screen readers. And then, of course, the, uh, you know, ever ambiguous additional bug fixes and performance improvements, as they always like to add in there on many updates these days and not really tell you what they've done, just say that we've done some stuff. So yeah. Done some stuff. I hate when apps do that, app store updates. And, yeah, ugh. I know. Yeah. Or, or they're like, oh, click here. Click here to learn more about the updates. You know? Yeah. Just, just tell me. Some bullet points. I just need to be simple bullet yeah. points. Give me a few. Well, I do not have the update yet. I'm still on 60.0.2. Yeah, I think I was still on. It did just get announced the 14th. So it's only been a couple of days on a rollout there. So uh, they do gradually roll out to try for desktop updates. Um, so it does take a little while. And no, downloading the DMG directly from, you know, it doesn't <laughs> get you any faster. It only changes versions there once everyone has it. So you can't speed up know. your upgrade, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and then five little uh, headlines here and our other topics. Uh, I think I think I've mentioned the first one. It's uh, it's that Ask Me Anything Cloud Identity event. Uh, we said with Goldie. Yeah, this, uh, yep. this looks to be a series, these Ask Me Anything events. So kicking off with this yeah. one, not sure what's coming next, but we'll have to definitely keep an eye on this space. And like you said at the top of the show, luckily we get some advanced warning for this one, July 26th at 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Pacific time. Uh, Goldie Aurora, Google Workspace Specialist, is going to be focusing on what uh, Google Cloud, what is Google Cloud Identity and how it can help your business along with the updates and new features of Cloud Identity. So... If you're interested in cloud identity, go and check that out. Yeah, absolutely. It's always going to be a popular topic. I mean, there's over 100 people registered on this one. Um, wow, yeah. You know, so, yeah. Good it's times. A popular event. I, know, I know when we did our one with uh, Ravi, I mean, we had like over 200 users on that, mm -hmm. uh, on that session. So, yeah. People Guess we'll have to do another one. In that. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Next one, as you yeah, said, right. is for people that are listening currently is, uh, well, you probably already missed it <laughs> because it's 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, it starts at 8 a.m. Pacific and ends at 9 a.m. Pacific on the 19th, which will be, uh, unfortunately, uh, before I release this episode tomorrow. So uh, apologies for not getting this out to you all sooner. But good news on this effect uh, or on this element. We are in talks with somebody over at Google to bring them on the show to talk about what it takes to get the Google Workspace certifications. So if you miss this event, stay tuned for news from us and uh, be sure to get your questions ready. We will be having somebody on the show and we can submit questions to them in advance and uh, hopefully we can get some of those questions answered for you. Don't have an exact date yet, but it will be in the next couple of weeks most likely. 
Um, but anyways, did you, I'm sure. Did this, you register for this? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Why? All right. Well, well, because I'm, I don't have it in my calendar, and I'm pretty sure I registered for this, hmm. and it's not on any of my calendars. So, um, I'm registering right now, actually. As we speak. All right. Well, good news is our buddy Ian Crew asked if it will be recorded and posted, and they responded uh, that it will be recorded and available on demand in addition to the live session. I know. I, so be sure you know what? Now I know link. I registered, but I didn't get any response back. Um, hmm. ah, I don't know. I'm registering again. Hopefully it works this time. Well... Um, do they have the link directly on there? No, they did for the other event. The previous, uh, they asked me anything. They just dropped the Google right, Meet link. Which was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the easiest way. I don't know why to go through all these like hoops and ladders to try well, to Well, they like to know who's, who's coming in advance, get those email addresses, scrape them the yeah, whole night. So, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so if you're interested in, uh, watching this not in real time, we'll have the link for you in the show notes. And then if you have questions, you can write them down and save them for when we, when we do our um, our show with uh, Secret Somebody from the Workspace Certification team. So stay tuned for that. Next up is a little bit more information on the whiteboard Miro integration. Uh, this was, Steve and I were talking about this before the show. And I was going, didn't they, didn't they talk about this a long time ago? Didn't they, didn't they announce this a while back? And the answer is yes, they did. Uh, it was originally announced in August of 21. And uh, the article that we have posted here is the updated version of that article. And uh, they announced it a long time ago, but now it's officially here and you can start using it. And one of the interesting things that they note in here is what I was saying before is that in addition to first-party apps, Google Workspace, and I'm quoting here, wants to integrate third-party tools into a user's existing workflow. Google Meet now has another whiteboarding option with Miro. So um, looks like they're going for, I wouldn't say going for broke, but going for a bunch of uh, other interesting tools to integrate here, as Steve and I were saying before. So yeah. looking forward. Um, also, it states in the article here, Google wants Meet to come to, quote, many of the collaboration and productivity tools that you already use. This will happen over the coming quarters. So I guess stay tuned over the next year for more and more integrations. Steve, you said next six months betas, you're probably uh, pretty on, on the mark with that one. Unfortunately, no uh, hints in the screenshot here. You know I like to, uh, to uh, deconstruct them and see if I can find anything new, but it looks pretty standard in their screenshot. So we'll have to dig into it later and let you know what it's like. And that's Miro. Uh, the next one we have here is the SADA Impact Cloud Transformation Summit. This came out of left field. Didn't know they were working on this. So um, I will be attending. And it looks to be that Steve might be attending. So if you're interested in meeting us in person, uh, or at least me, but hopefully us in person, come on down. Um, I don't know what they've got planned because they don't have a whole lot of information there, but it's in 57 days, 10 hours, 46 minutes, and 34 seconds because they have a countdown on the website. Um, but I know that SADA uh, generally puts on uh, pretty good shows and uh, looking forward to the people that they are bringing in. They've got uh, Billy Bean, who um, is of Moneyball fame, I believe. Uh, did I get that right? Modeled the Oakland Athletics into one of professional baseball's most consistent winners, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then Alexis Ohanian, who is, um, I want to say, the founder of Reddit. Did I get that right? E maybe. I don't know. I don't know. 
He left Reddit to run a venture capital firm he co-founded. Right before that, um, business school case study and playbook for founders. Yeah, I don't know if he... Uh, I gotta look more into the uh, thing here. His I've got the window compressed and it was covering his uh, bio. My mistake. Yes, co-founded Reddit. Co-founded Reddit in his UVA dorm and launched the venture cap. The venture upon graduation, ultimately selling the iconic company for millions of dollars. So he will be there to talk um, about uh, that and has made early investments through his venture capital group in Coinbase, Open Door, Instacart, Patreon, and Row. And uh, he will, I guess, be talking about some of that. And then, of course, there's going to be a whole mess load of sponsors and featured speakers from said sponsors. Um, but uh, it should be a good show. I'm definitely looking forward to it and looking forward to getting more information about it. They are in the Sheraton Universal Hotel, which is in L.A. I'm a big fan of this hotel. We did our Tag Geeks micro conference there a couple of years ago. So um, it's a beautiful place. Uh, it's recently renovated, if I remember correctly. So uh, come on down, and uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, <laughs> When I when I see the name like Billy Bean, I just think of like Butterbean, the uh, wrestler. <laughs> okay. Just, I, when I when I when I saw the name, I'm like, wait a minute, why is the wrestler talking in the side of him? And then I looked at the picture, I'm like, oh wait, that's not Butterbean. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, at least I don't think so. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. No, no, Very he's a moneyball guy. Yeah. Very different sport. <laughs> And uh, in case I didn't mention it, that is September 14th to 15th, 2022. It is going to be virtual as well as in person in Los Angeles. So stay tuned for more on that. And then uh, the last thing I just wanted to draw your attention to is an interesting milestone here for our friends over at C2C Global. There's a PR piece here that they have officially hit 25,000 members. I don't know if that's daily active users, but uh, hey, mm. getting a member community like that is not easy. I can tell you from personal experience, so good for them and uh, continues to grow. And hopefully we see more events from them and, uh, and uh, you know, more success. Good luck to them. And uh, that's our show. That's the show. Yeah. That's all she wrote. That. Time kind of flew by, but 45 minutes, almost 45 (laughs) minutes in, so. A lot of talking. There we go. A lot more than last week, yeah. A short 20-minute episode. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we're going to go get some sleep, and uh, I'll put this up tomorrow when I can put it all together. It's been a long day for a long week. Uh, that's all for this week. Send us your questions and comments on Twitter at Workspace Recap and on our website, WorkspaceRecap.com. Hit the subscribe button, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform or wherever you are listening, as well as give us a thumbs up on the YouTube video. Leave your comments down below, questions, etc. Always happy to hear them. Yep, lots of thumbs up. Um, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on Workspace Recap. <laughs>